The American Council of the Blind presents ACB Reports, a monthly news magazine featuring topics of interest to people who are blind or have low vision. I'm Mike Duke. This month... The ACB Media Network is now live and recent developments at the National Library Service. Welcome to ACB Reports for July 2021. American Council of the Blind is excited to announce the official launch of the new ACB Media Network. Visit www.acbmedia.org to browse, bookmark, and stay up to date on the ACB Digital Media Library. Find what you are searching for quickly, whether it's the latest podcast in a series or to access any of ACB Media's 10 live streams to hear your favorite programs along with a great selection of music. You can also go to the latest issues as well as the archives of both the ACB Braille Forum and the ACB blog. And just in time for ACB's 60th conference and convention, the calendar will feature a program schedule of sessions and events, including individual content tracks. The American Council of the Blind is excited to bring these important technological advances to keep you up to date. Access the ACB Media Network content that you need and enjoy. Visit www.acbmedia.org to experience the new ACB Media Network. The new ACB Media Alexa skill has now launched. Follow these steps to get the new skill operating on your device. The first command will simply remove the history and recordings of your voice that have been made while talking to your Alexa device. It functions much like clearing the history from your internet browser or turning off automatic word suggestions in a text messaging app. It must be issued separately to each Alexa unit in your home. Data associated with third-party services and devices that you may have linked to your home functions with your Alexa device will not be deleted. To clear the voice recordings, issue this command to each of your Alexa devices. Minerva, delete everything I ever said on this device. In most cases, you will be prompted to confirm whether or not you really want to perform this action. We'll get to a case in a moment where that did not happen. Again, issue this command separately for each Alexa device in your home. Next, wait 30 seconds and say, Minerva, open ACB Media. The new ACB Media skill should launch and ask you which ACB stream you would like to hear. If it does not launch, say, Minerva, activate ACB Media. After a few seconds, you will hear the stream prompt. When prompted, speak the ACB Media stream number that you would like to hear. There are now 10 streams within the ACB Media network. Some streams have new names and some new streams have been added. There is a number associated with each of the 10 streams. Here is the list of stream names and numbers. ACB Mainstream is ACB1. ACB Mainstream 2 is ACB2. The quite popular ACB Treasure Trove is ACB3. 
ACB Cafe is ACB4. ACB Community is ACB5. ACB Live Event is ACB6. ACB Special Event is ACB7. The new streams that have been added are ACB Special 2, which is ACB 8. ACB Live 2 is ACB 9. And ACB Convention Information is ACB 10. You can also visit the ACB Media Network live stream webpage to hear the stream of your choice. That address is www.acbmedia.org slash home slash streams. That's www.acbmedia.org slash home slash streams, S-T-R-E-A-M-S. If you have questions, you may contact the ACB Media Network support team by sending an email to support at acbmedia.org. Here's what happened when I tried to clear the recording history from my device. Minerva? Forget everything I ever told you on this device. First, you'll need to turn on the deletion by voice setting. It's in the Alexa app under privacy. Not to be outdone, I tried again. Minerva? Forget everything I ever told you to do on this device. First, You'll need to turn on the deletion by voice setting. It's in the Alexa app under privacy. She is consistent, isn't she? Next, without doing anything else, I tried to play ACB Media. Minerva? Play ACB Media. Sorry, I'm not sure. If you are told that you must first activate the voice delete function from within the Alexa app, you should be able to skip the forget everything step and simply activate the ACB media skill by saying, Minerva, enable ACB media. Okay, here's ACB media. Welcome to ACB media. Which stream would you like to listen to? You can say ACB media 1 through 10. ACB media 1. Okay, here's ACB media 1 or phone 800-424-8666. Thanks for listening, and please join us again next month for another ACB Reports. Minerva, stop. Okay, I've stopped the stream. My, what good timing. I promise I didn't plan that on purpose. It just came up when the stream did. Once the stop command is issued, both the stream and the skill are closed. The skill must be opened again in order to play any of the streams. Here's what happened when I tried to open ACB Media 1 again without first opening the skill. Minerva? Play ACB Media 1. Hmm, I'm not sure. Minerva? Play ACB Media. Handing off to ACB Media by Autopo.st. Welcome to ACB Media. Which stream would you like to listen to? You can say ACB Media 1 through 10. ACB Media 3. Okay. Here's ACB Media 3. Something else. Is another coffee practice. It's a very handy kind of be used for a lot of things. And as it got on the table... Minerva, stop. Okay. I've stopped the stream. In order to switch to a different stream, 
I had to stop, reopen the skill, and then speak the stream number. Minerva, play ACB Media. Handing off to ACB Media by Autopo.st. Welcome to ACB Media. Which stream would you like to listen to? You can say ACB Media 1 through 10. That is the message you will hear each time the skill is opened. ACB Media 5. Okay, here's ACB Media 5. Record RFS open line. So, um, we haven't done any official... Minerva, stop. Okay, I've stopped the stream. Once you are prompted for the stream name you want to listen to, you do not have to speak the name of the device in your answer. I don't know how long the device will listen for an answer before timing out. From the American Council of the Blind, you're listening to ACB Reports. ACB Reports has received information about two blindness and coronavirus-related surveys. Here's Kathleen Duke with the details. The UAB Institute for Human Rights, NCHPAD, and Lakeshore Foundation are looking for people with disabilities or with chronic conditions 18 years or older and or their caregivers or family members 18 years and older to participate in a research study. This study seeks to learn how COVID-19 has impacted the social, economic, health, and psychological status of people with disabilities and their caregivers and family members in the U.S. Participants are asked to complete a short survey, which should only take about 15 minutes. Participants can opt to enter a drawing for one of 10 $25 prepaid cards. For more information on the study, contact the principal investigator, Dr. Tina Kempen-Reuter, by email at tkreuter at uab.edu. A second research project will examine the availability of health care information to blind and visually impaired health care users during the COVID pandemic. This research study aims to gain insight into the accessibility barriers experienced by blind and low vision people in obtaining health care information, including the health care information about COVID-19. Participants in this study are asked to complete an online survey that will take approximately 30 minutes. Survey participants also have the option to volunteer for a 90-minute virtual Zoom focus group to expand on their answers about accessibility barriers to healthcare information. Confidentiality of records identifying the participants will be maintained. Your name will not be associated with the survey or focus group's transcript or given to anyone other than the research team. All information collected is for the sole purpose of this research study and will be kept confidential to the fullest extent allowed by law. We will contribute $1 to the American Council of the Blind for each completed survey. 
Participants may also enter into a drawing for $25 gift cards. To learn more about the study, contact the principal investigator, Sushil K. Oswal at oswal at u.washington.edu or at 206-941-2061. At the time of the ACB Leadership Seminar in February, Karen Kenninger was the director of the National Library Service for the Blind and Print Disabled. She has since retired, but here is her presentation from the Leadership Seminar. It's a real pleasure to speak to at uh, ACB. I've always enjoyed um, having this opportunity, and it sounds like you've had a really fantastic year in spite of all of the things that we've all been dealing with. So congratulations on that, on all the activities that you've been doing. I'm going to scoot through my list fairly quickly, and then we will um, circle back if anybody has any questions. On the legislative front, I wanted to let you know that we are in the second year of funding for the e-reader project, the Braille e-reader project. It's a five-year um, funding, and we're in the second year of that, so we are able to uh, deploy e-readers and to buy more, and I'll talk about it in just a second. And we're also in the second year of our BARD modernization funding. Both of these funding um, streams were granted to us, I think, largely because of the support that we've gotten from, from ACB and others. So thank you so much for that. It's been a tremendous way of moving some things forward. Speaking of BARD modernization, we have moved BARD into the cloud. What that basically means for users at the other end is two things, one of which is that it caused some trouble with BARD mobile and we're getting all that worked out. But the other is that the download speeds should be significantly faster. And the third and primary reason that we did this was so that we could expand our um, capabilities for support um, so we could have more BARD users at a time. And we've about tripled, I think, our capacity at this point. So that's, that's been a good thing. And part of the reason for that is a regulatory change that we have just made within the last couple of weeks. This has been a long time coming, but what this regula regulation change will do is make it easier for people with print disabilities to sign up for NLS programs. They used to have to get a doctor's certificate saying that their print disability was due to some organic dysfunction or something. Um, that was a high bar for them. And we have taken that away and allowed them to be certified by the same people who certify other people who apply. And we've added some other certifiers like um, reading specialists and school psychologists so that we can reach out to those people who could really benefit from our program. I know the next question might be, what about us? What about our basic you know, patron base? And the answer is that we have statutory priority to blind and visually impaired people. So um, hopefully we won't ever have a need to exercise it, but it's there in case of need. So the Braille e-readers, which has been a, a very major project for me and something that I'm, I'm very pleased to be able to report on, are out in four or five states at this time. We have um, we're in a pilot process. They've been out since November and we are getting really good responses back from them and lots of downloading going on, lots of braille reading. I know we all value braille reading as, a, as our basis of literacy. We have a couple more states coming up um, in the next few months. Ohio and Washington will be getting the, um, the Zumax unit when, when those are ready to deploy. The humanware unit is the one that we have out right now. So. 
members of libraries in those states are eligible to get them. Unfortunately, we have to roll this out slowly, so we're going state by state. I know we wish we could just give everybody one at once, but we're not able to do that. As I said, we're getting really good feedback um, and lots of downloadings, so I think that part is going really well. The Marrakesh Treaty that was um, finally ratified two years ago by the United States and then the NLS had to get some other regulations changed last summer in order for us to participate in Marrakesh. But all of our roadblocks have been lifted and we have begun to participate in cross-border exchanges. One of the results of that is that we have swapped our collection with Canada and we will soon be adding Canadian titles to BARD. So watch for those. We have been also adding some foreign language materials to BARD, and we actually added a bunch of French materials at one time, which we got some significant feedback from our customers, you guys, about. Um, and we're looking into ways to not deluge us with a particular foreign language um, all at once. But one of the things that we're working on is a way in Bard Mobile, particularly where this issue is, is strongest, um, a way that people will be able to opt into the subjects that they're interested in or opt out of the ones that they're not interested in. That's going to be coming in in the next iteration of Bard Mobile, I think, um, the next major update. So watch for that. It'll be a while, as things always are, but it is coming. And in the meantime, we're looking at ways to make these titles that are in foreign languages available without having them all coming through at once on the BARD mobile. This past year and during the COVID year, we've added something around 4,500 new titles to BARD, and that doesn't include the locally produced materials that we've been regularly getting from our network libraries. So BARD is growing by leaps and bounds, and we're very, very happy about that. We think that the more opportunities we have for accessing material, the better. So we're working hard to increase these numbers. And this year, our goal is 5,000 titles to add to BARD. And um, hopefully, we'll be able to reach that goal. We're well on our way. So what's coming up at NLS? One of the things that we're working on is a, is a smart speaker skills or what they're called on, on uh, Google Home, I'm not sure. But anyway, the ability to play Bard books on your smart speaker. We have a contract that's working on that and a lot of the groundwork is already laid for that. So that should be coming fairly, um, hopefully within the next um, several months. Also, we're doing a small field test very soon um, with a smartphone um, project that we've been working on for a couple of years. The smartphone will be completely voice controlled, except for the initial login, which has to have a screen. But um, we're going to test this with about 200 patrons to see how, how they take to this particular approach. We are still working out what is going to be the next talking book machine, and this is one possibility that we are looking at. Uh, we have also contracted to develop a what we are calling a stopgap talking book machine, but basically a, a kind of an intermediate device that will very much look like the current talking book machine, was, at least in terms of the it's a big desktop unit with big buttons and stuff. But it was, will also have um, connectivity to, to bars so that you'd be able to download directly into it. These will be made available on a fairly limited basis when they are available 
Um, their primary intent is so that we don't ever run out of talking about machines, which we're not close to doing, but we're just kind of covering the bases. But we also want to see how people take to being able to download directly from Bardu to the talking about machines. That will be coming in the next, probably the next year. The last thing I wanted to, to mention is that I am planning to retire this spring. Um, it's been a fabulous nine years, and I've really appreciated ACB's support throughout my, my tenure as director of NLS. And I particularly want to thank you for your support as evidenced in the fabulous award that I was um, honored to receive last summer. So thank you so much. That is basically my report for today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Karen. And thank you for being a friend and an ally of the American Council of the Blind. And we wanted to take just a moment here to recognize all of your efforts. And we would like to present you, of course, virtually, it will be arriving in the, in the mail soon, but we would like to present to you an ACB Lifetime Member Award and Scholarship. So you will forever be a member of the American Council of the Blind. It's one of our highest honors and you are so deserving and we just thank you so much for all you've done to help the blind and visually impaired community. I am deeply honored. So thank you so much. This means a great deal to me. I've, I don't know what else to say. Thank you so much. You're a friend and an ally and, uh, and don't be a stranger. You're retiring, but you're still a member of our blind and visually impaired community and you'll always be a member of ACB. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so very much. That was Karen Kenninger, the now retired director of the National Library Service for the Blind and Print Disabled. Stay tuned for more from the National Library Service on future editions of ACB Reports. An audio description gala will be held on October 21st. Here again is Kathleen Duke. The American Council of the Blind announces the launch of the ACB Audio Description AD Awards Gala on October 21, 2021. The AD Gala will celebrate audio description through recognition of leaders in the industry and by expanding awareness of the benefits of audio description. The goal is to elevate high achievement and bring attention to the importance of inclusive media by recognizing those who lead in the craft of audio description, said Gala Chair Will Butler, Vice President at Be My Eyes. Consumption of media and entertainment over the past year has been nothing short of historic. With more on-demand and streaming options being released each day, audiences have moved to a media-rich platinum age of compelling stories that are available at the push of a button. Along with this never-ending growth of entertainment has come a watershed of accessible media for consumers who are blind and visually impaired. Founded in 2009, the ACB Audio Description Project, ADP, works with stakeholders and industry leaders to provide accessible video entertainment through the delivery of audio-described content. The ADP also strives to educate the community on the values of and needs for audio description. As the number of individuals who are blind and visually impaired increases significantly over the coming decade, it is crucial that we recognize the needs of this growing audience in the media landscape, said ACB past president and ADP co-chair Kim Charlson. 
The ACB AD Gala will not only help educate as to the value, but celebrate the successes practitioners have made in the field. The evening highlight will take place as the event bestows the newly created ACB Barry Award, recognizing the best of the best in the field of audio description. The award has been created to honor the memory and legacy of two industry leaders, Barry Cronin and Barry Levine. We hope one day receiving a Barry from ACB will be the highest achievement in audio description. It will mean you've committed to creating and distributing accessible media at the highest level, added Butler. For more information, please visit www.acb.org slash ad hyphen gala or contact ACB Media Relations at media at acb.org. Remember to listen to and participate in the 60th Annual Conference and Convention of the American Council of the Blind. This virtual conference will be held from July 16th through the 23rd. ACB Reports will return next month with the first of many features from this conference. You've been listening to ACB Reports, heard on radio information services nationwide and throughout the world on acbradio.org. ACB Reports is produced at Radio Reading Service of Mississippi, a service of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Contact the American Council of the Blind online at acb.org or phone 800-424-8666. Thanks for listening, and please join us again next month for another ACB Reports. ¶¶